Hey, hey, we are back. What up? Yes, what we up? are. That's we, are we are breaking down Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. And we've already made it through Act 1. So if you didn't see it, go check it out. And Bogey's not here, so I'll fill in for him. Last time yes. on the screen breakdowns, Thunderbolt, a.k.a. Clint Eastwood, meets Lightfoot, a.k.a. Jeff Bridges. They've already gotten into a little bit of a crazy adventure. They've stolen a car together. They've uh, encountered some ladies together. And I, this is all just happening in the first day that they meet. There's going to be a lot more adventures to come. And the next adventure comes right away. The next scene, the next, uh, the next scene that opens up here, we yes. see two guys with guns just hanging outside of what looks like some kind cafe. of restaurant, cafe, like a cafe where they get like eggs and bacon and stuff. Except for Clint Eastwood, he he's got to get coffee only. He didn't like the uh, everything like Bridges does. Yeah, Bridges, he's this little kid in a candy store, wasn't he? Yeah. Got to hit on the waitress, you know, and I think that just for him, as long as there's a lady around that he can hit on a little bit, I think he's all right. Yep. Absolutely, he was. Yeah. And what do you think, Nelson? If you're going to a diner in the morning, I mean, I don't know what time they're doing this. This is just really early. You getting food or are you just like a coffee-only person? No, right? I'm getting food, man. Yeah. I barely drink coffee. I'll drink it if I have to, if I have to stay awake for whatever reason. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm getting eggs and bacon and what else is there? Not only toast, so. But I'm doing the deal, man. I'm going to eat. Get there that diner go. food. That diner there food. But yeah. yeah. You can even the smell in there. You go in those places. Yeah. You just want to eat, right? Pancakes. Heck yeah. And the, real toast, good guy. and the real good diners, I mean, it's got all types of food. I mean, I really, I really do like checking uh -huh. out these cafes or diners and What's seeing up? what Victor, what I'll talk to you afterwards. Sorry. Yeah, after the show's done. Okay. This is my neighbor Victor. Victor's part of the show now, huh? Oh yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> he's, he's always <laughs> knocking <laughs> doing the show. But he knocks a lot on my door, so the he, uh, uh the delis okay. cafes, you know, they're usually good about having, you know, the lunch and the dinner stuff. I like trying the chicken and waffles from a lot of random uh, diners and cafes. Hey, is that a thing? I never heard of chicken and waffles until I moved to L.A. It was Roscoe's Chicken. And what? It was Maybe in Canada. We don't have we didn't have that in Canada like like that. I figured you would have done some research on Harlem because that's where this was all invented way back in the day. And it was when oh, the jazz no. musicians would get out of the clubs and it'd be, I mean, whatever time the clubs were closing way back when, three, four o'clock in the morning. And they would want a little bit of dinner, but they'd want a little bit of breakfast too. Oh, like I like that. So that's how it all started, the chicken and waffles, way back in the day. They want a little bit of dinner, but brekkie too, because they're up all night. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. I, I, I never have, I, no, I didn't know that history. Would never have even thought of that history, but I like it. I like the history. And you live in L.A., where, where they got the Roscoe's chicken and waffles. And, like, every time I come to L.A. and I'm anywhere close to it, I have to get it. Yeah, awesome. I've been there. Oh, I've been there a couple of times. You know me. You know how I eat. In particular, how I eat. But yeah, just eating the, all those carbs and the meat. Eh, not a great thing. But once in a while, yeah, you do it once in a while. It's a good I cheat. Will. It's a good cheat. Yeah. 
So right after these guys get done eating, I mean, this is where now it just all gets kicked into high gear, right? Because soon as they get out of there, I mean, the guy got, I mean, he has his, I mean, what is he got a rifle or like something. And luckily for them, <laughs> right when he's aiming at him, this big rig drives right in front of him. And he's like, oh, fuck, can't get him. And then the truck gets out of the way, but then they're in the car. They start blasting it's out whole rear windshield blasted out gun holes all in the side or on the back of the car. They go on a big chase and they end up getting away, end up getting away. I don't know how neither one of those cars would have been able to last through the fucking terrain that they were going through. Plus the bullets would have went through the car and some of the bullets would have got, got them. No, more than likely. I mean, I, it all depends on the angle, right? I mean, if it hits them from the trunk and it's going down, maybe it doesn't make yeah. it all the way through. But, yeah, you would think so. You would think so. Kidda said he only eats once. Oh, he eats it once a week. Yeah, because now he lives in uh, Long Beach. He lives in the LBC. Kidda? Yeah, he works at Disneyland now. Kidda's in the LBC now? <laughs> yeah. He's up uh, close to my neck of the woods now. Yeah, yeah. Kidda, sure. Kidda, Kidda. <coughs> yeah, he's at uh, he's um, a ride mechanic at Disneyland. What did he say? What does he eat once a week? I miss that chicken and waffles. Ros Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! What's he doing at Disney? Is he Mickey Mouse or something? Where are those? No, he does. <laughs> he's a he's a ride mechanic. Oh, he fixes the rides. Yeah. Yeah, we can't have people disappearing on those rides now. I know, man. That that's only. I think that only happens in Florida at the. Uh, at Disney World. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It only happens in Florida. <laughs> only. It's so weird, though, right? Yeah, that other time in Florida. Anyway, it's just, it was just a whole family. Real trippy. That's Real. So, that that's so bugged me out when you sent me that. I mean, that's super trippy. Super. It's real. It's not. It's not even solved yet, right? No. Yeah, that's spooky. Interesting. Parallel universes. Hey, too bad Bogey wasn't here. Talk about uh, talk about par uh, parallel universes and dimensions and stuff and wormholes and portals insane so after they they get away they evade the dudes we don't even know who the hell they are then they end up getting um uh, that, that this is when they get picked up by that guy when they're hitchhiking i mean their car pretty much like breaks down done or um no they drive they go to the place where they get on a boat what, what was this whole part about like there's that some spot where they get on a boat to go from one side of north. Montana to the other, or wherever the hell. I don't even know where they are at this point. Some riverboat. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, so that picks them up. They're on the boat. And then they end up on the hitchhiking. Yeah. With the rabbit man. Yeah. And, I mean, he definitely, I mean, whatever he was doing, he was there to get out the aggression. You know, I got to get the aggressive driving going. I got to, like get all these bunnies so I can like shoot him with my gun. <laughs> Just like at close range. That guy was definitely a psychopath. And Clint Eastwood just comes ask, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking turns the gun around, starts swinging it at him. Like, what the hell? <laughs> after the car rolled. <laughs> yeah, after. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's funny. What a crazy ass. What a crazy ass. He's a weird dude. Yeah. For a second, I thought we were going to have like the Hills Have Eyes episode, you know? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? No. Mm -mm. 
No. Uh, Deliverance? Uh-uh. You haven't seen that movie? No, a lot of those movies I just won't even gravitate towards. Oh, that's going to be one of my choices down the road then. Deliverance. It can be. I w- I'm not saying I wouldn't watch them, but those are just ones that, I guess that style of movie for talking supernatural or whatever like no that's not supernatural that's a hillbilly outback movie oh okay the hills have eyes oh okay yeah 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 yeah. those are also ones that i won't really gravitate too much towards either oh me neither actually but i will for the show yeah for sure i've I've seen deliverance but never seen the hills have eyes but i've always heard of it because i remember when it came out those inbred psychos give me nightmares (laughs) like the burbs remember the burbs yeah weird family that moves next door Love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That was Courtney Gaines, right? Um, he's a redhead uh, actor, redheaded actor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he plays kind of he was he's in colors, he plays kind of odd type of characters, yeah. And um, yeah, he was the one that Rensfield was, hey, Pinocchio, where are you going? <laughs> On what just at the end when he's like walking and he kind of looks, I mean. Looks like the kid that he was playing in Children of the Corn almost. He's got his hat. He looks like Pinocchio. And Rounds oh, yeah. like, hey, Pinocchio, where are you going? <laughs> like, tracks him down and tackles him and shit. He's like, don't you make a move, Sonny. Snap your neck like a twig. <laughs> what, movie was that? what movie was that? The Burbs. <laughs> oh, it was The Burbs. Oh, it was, shit. At, it was at the end when they were doing, like, the citizen's arrest on him. I saw him on the Metro, like, a couple years ago. Okay. 2019, 2018. Nice. Twice, two or three times. I guess he probably maybe lives not that far away from me. Cool. But he's just chilling. Like, hey, he looks just the same. Cool. Came out, dude. He looks a little older, but not really. Yeah, he looked kind of. I mean, I know it's probably for the movie and there's a lot of makeup, but in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, man, he looked old and bad. But I'm sure that's a lot of makeup. Well, what was the character that he was playing? Um. He was the guy at Charlie Ran- uh, Charlie's um, the ranch, and he was just like the old guy who like owned the land. Oh, they made him look old then. And he was like blind, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it had to be a lot of makeup and all that. Yeah, because he's not. He does not look that old, really. Okay. <laughs> no, that's why I was surprised by some. Like I, he's, I easily recognized him, and he didn't look old, so I was kind of surprised. So, anyway, so where are we now? Uh, Kidda said Clint Eastwood riding in the car like that reminds me of my ex-wife last time we were still married. <laughs> Something already said? Oh, Kidda. And so we were... Um, I don't know Kidda was married. He was divorced now, huh? And uh, so let me see. Okay, so we're really at the spot after, you know, they get the car and all that. Um, they, uh, they, they, I mean, they really just start talking about the backstory. And he reveals himself as Thunderbolt. And Jeff Bridges knows him, knows of him. You heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's heard the tales. You want to go ahead and give, uh, you want to go ahead and give that backstory now Now that uh, he finally reveal everything. Oh, yeah, I mentioned it a little bit. I guess I'll just resummarize it, right? So the guys that were shooting at him, he knows him from the military. From the, was it Korean War or something? Or some war? That they're at. So, and then uh, they end up getting caught again by the older Kennedy dude, uh, Red. But, you know, Red doesn't kill them and stuff. And then they end up doing time about a heist. And um, it was a good moment when um, uh, 
Thunderbolt actually explains like how to rob a bank. He got so technical in it, right? Yeah, for you sure. Know, you know, the, you know, you're gonna have a sensor here, a sensor there, an alarm, and you got, you know, you got 90 seconds before this goes off, and then you got three feet of steel door, then you got to go through da 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 all this stuff, security, electrical wires. Yeah, and here's what it okay, and before here's what I kind of mean in. about like how they think the uh, the audience is just like kind of dumb or whatever. So. They're in the woods by themselves after, you know, they get the car from the crazy um, rabbit guy. Um, they're they're in the woods, and that's when he, you know, reveals himself as Thunderbolt, starts telling them all about the heist and everything and all those guys. And then it's like they go to, like, a school or whatever, you know, like, um, I don't really know what it, what it was. I don't know if it was the place that he said they hid the money or whatever. And um, everything was changed. There was a whole bunch of people around. They go get ice cream, and then they're back in the car. And then they get oh, the, the ice cream. Yeah, I forgot about the ice cream. Then they get the guns. Yeah. Whoever made this movie loves pistachio ice cream. It was mentioned like it was referenced at least three or four times. Oh yeah, like, that kid in the neighborhood. Yeah. You, down, you came down here too early. That's when they start. Okay, that's after they get jobs. But yeah. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. But, but yeah, so, so that ice cream melted on his hand. You see that in the next scene. Yeah, well, he wasn't eating it, right? Like he just got a gun to his head, like yeah. uh, kind of tough. To but but I like I like the uh, the continuity. I, yeah. I noticed that because so Clint like, Eastwood he threw his out the window, you know, as soon as the shit started happening, he didn't hold it. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Bridges wanted to hold it. <laughs> yeah, he ran all down it. his fingers. I was looking at that. I go, oh man, he actually held that thing. <laughs> at least you know they pretended. I mean, it worked yeah. for the continuity, so it was pretty cool. But that's what I mean. So they they. He pretty much explains the whole story, you know. Um, Clint Eastwood explains it all. Jeff Bridges, and then after the uh, after they go to the school or whatever, and those guys they find him in the car. Then they like re-explain that whole story again. Did they you find they find who in the car? When uh, so after they leave the school, the dudes who've been following them, they got the guns to the back of their head, and they're driving, and then they're like explaining everything again. All right. It's like they told the story twice in like, I don't know, not consecutive scenes, but like there's one scene where they talk about it, then they go to the school, and then like the next scene when they get back in the car, there's all this shit, and they're explaining all this again. And Song says never seen this movie, didn't have a chance to watch it earlier this past week. It's worth watching for sure. I mean, Jeff Bridges, he's uh, he's awesome in this movie. He is that and all jeff bridges wants to do is just keep getting into crazy capers and um so he's just like why don't we just rob another bank <laughs> it's like why don't we rob the same one <laughs> yeah they're like that's not a bad idea they never thought because <laughs> they're pissed at him because uh, he got all the money taken right so what what was the actual like i Still a little fuzzy on everything that exactly happened, but they robbed what a bank originally. Yeah, they did. Also, then, what happened with with uh, with uh, Red, right? With Red and uh, and um, Thunderbolt. Uh huh. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, they robbed the bank and then they hid it in the behind the blackboard of a one room schoolhouse. Uh-huh. It was, uh huh. They're supposed to go back and pick it up and divvy it up. And oh, and he it said didn't that happened. Yeah, he the said media that. said it was gone. Yeah, the media. Well, no, the media said that they recovered it, right? 
Right, right. And then so that's that's why they were all pissed. They're like, wait, he gave the money back or like some something like that. And then that's why they're trying to kill him, right? Because oh yeah, that's right. So they think he gave the money, they gave the money up, and he didn't. It's still yeah, none of them got untouched. Yeah, like literally, they're all fighting for nothing because nobody got any of that money. It's still all hidden. (laughs) That's what's kind of crazy about sadly. That's what's crazy about the whole thing in general. You know, a lot of miscommunication back then when they didn't have cell phones. I feel like if they had cell phones, this could have been uh, cleared up very, very easily. A couple of well, they kept in touch by the newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> articles you said. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, let's see. Then we get a, then we get a whole little bit of nothing for a while and then um well really it's just the whole re-explaining of everything and but then so what was the reason that they needed to get jobs because that's like what happens next is they needed to get jobs to like just be around the area right i think they needed i thought they needed to get jobs to get some artillery okay some paraphernalia to um like you know firearms pretty much I mean, one of the jobs specifically was for that, right? Whether they work in like a plant or something, some kind of plant. Yeah, I think that was um, who's working that red was red on that. I don't know Red's buddy. Uh, Goody was um, Goody was the ice cream man. Yeah, <laughs> and see, like, because that's what didn't make sense. I knew that they had to be in there, um, you know, be around there for some reason. And I mean, obviously, they need money. They're like all out of money as well, and. Yeah, the dude's like working at the he's the frosty's ice cream delivery guy and like little ice cream delivery trucks like that existed back in the 70s yeah apparently they did because that was wild i mean there was like a whole fleet of those things yeah i mean i was i don't remember the 70s much 80s i'm, I'm an 80s kid more so but mm-hmm. i remember the late 70s mm-hmm but 74, I don't remember. Yeah. A little too early. Songs I knew this guy that was delivering furniture to Clint Eastwood like a few years ago, late 90s, told me Clint was <laughs> rude and a mad motherfucker. He said he was cursing at him for no reason. He said that's what why I was told. I mean, I assume that Clint Eastwood isn't too far off from some of the, you know, super old guys who are like around before segregation and they're like <laughs> just like super racist you know like that's what i just assume super that, racist yeah for sure like i mean he grew up i mean he grew up i mean you grew up before segregation like you're just you grew up with a different mindset towards like other races like no matter what yeah that's true so who knows but yeah that's uh that's just what I think about Clint. <laughs> no idea. No idea, though. But, yeah, and then <laughs> fucking um, Lightfoot. Why is he working for a landscaping company? Like, that was the thing that I was always, like, so, like, confused about. Like, why is he working for a landscaping company? And, uh, and Gary Busey, <laughs> he's, like, the head worker, and his brother-in-law is, like, the owner of the company or something. And um, I guess it was kind of funny, though, when, like, you see him stamping out the, the grass or whatever, you know. Yeah, I remember then, that. I was just thinking that. And then the, the little window or a shade gets open in front of the window. 
And then it's like the lady of the house is just there like buck naked. <laughs> yeah, of course, right in front of our old uh, Lightfoot. Yeah. He just gets, what, what you know, do you, he just what did you make of that part? I just I didn't even notice that the first time that I watched the movie. I guess during that part I must have been either tuned out or doing something on the computer. You know, I there was like um I noticed there's a lot of instances of uh just kind of random sex situations. Yeah. That that, that didn't really have anything to do with the movie, really. You think no, about I it. I think that's like a male fantasy in general, right? Yeah, like maybe. working, working some something at some house, and there's just some lady who's a mistress of the the lady of the house who's just like wants to fuck the help. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like she was offering up for him. <laughs> wants to invite him in for a glass of lemonade. <laughs> the women just seem to fall on his lap. Yeah, yeah. Good luck in that. He didn't have good luck in a lot of areas, but it seemed like with the ladies, even Red was kind of was asking him questions. Now Red didn't get along with. Lightfoot at all, right? No, they hate. They hate. Well, that was a good dynamic. I don't think Lightfoot hated him. I think Red just hated him. Yeah, Red hated him. But that that was the part when it's like Red is a freak. Like he is a real freak. Because like when Lightfoot comes back, they're all in. The, they're all. Um, I mean, I don't know where they're living in, like a trailer or something. Can't even tell what it is. They're all living somewhere, you know. That's very. Very low, low rent type of place. And Lightfoot just somehow brings it up like hey, that chick was there again. She was naked this time. So I'm assuming she was there in maybe her underwear the last time. Oh, right, right. Trying to get his attention. Yeah, that's, or something. yeah that's just what I took from it. And uh, Red was like, what'd you see? <laughs> 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 What do you mean? What did I see? Come on, you know what I mean. What'd you see? <laughs> and then, he, and then, he, <laughs> then he kisses him with his mouth turned backwards. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. Red like did that. not like that. No, no. Yeah, what was it? He did like that or something. Yeah, it was uh, a little trick. Yeah, and seeing like I don't know. I, I don't necessarily get what the point of that was other than to, just something to piss Red off. It was like a Bugs Bunny moment where like Bugs Bunny would just grab someone. And, like, right. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, like, that's right, kidda. Kidda said girls seemed easier in the 70s. <laughs> now they all have Instagram and five. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Well, I, I know. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, just depends on your status and uh a lot well and maybe not even everything depending on the status but status on what what do you mean just status in life i feel like that a lot of that just like dictates how your luck may or may not be with a lot of the ladies true women like i think women like status first yeah i'll talk about stuff like that status money's not first but it's up there but status, because status and uh, I think status and um, charisma are the top two. Yeah. Then you got, then you got um, money and um, the looks, I guess, you know. <coughs> it, looks, yeah. it looks still up there. That's almost equivalent. Right. You, want, you have to shove it up there. Unless you can sing. 
Unless you could sing, right? Like, if you could sing, like, you could be as ugly as, like, you could just be ugly as hell. It doesn't matter. If you, if you can sing? Oh, yeah, man. Ugly yeah, singers get all the chicks. <laughs> or if you're quarterback to the football team, yep. Yeah, hell yeah. That's where it all starts back in high school. Kids don't care. These, a lot of girls, see, if you, 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 okay, you can figure out the nature of that dynamic between men and women. If you just go back to like grade school or like high school, junior yeah. high, yeah. So you have um, it's all about you know as a quarterback, running back, you know the guys, uh, the sports guys, they got the women, uh-huh. and they didn't never had they did they did they didn't need money, right? But the that's why I was, that's why I say status is before money. Yeah, you're a bunch of nerds that make money, or let's say not even nerds, they're not good. But let's say like really geeky dudes that make that have a lot of money. Women are taking them. Right. You know, right. So, and then, you know, you ask a woman, oh, how much does a man have to make uh, before you take him seriously or before you, you, you get with him, whatever? Well, if the guy's got charisma, she don't care how much he makes. So it's too late. By the time she finds out if he's making 30 grand or less, it's too late. He already got what he wanted. He's too smooth. Right. Because <laughs> you think, what, guys that have no money, that don't make a lot of money, are just all of a sudden just, they have no idea how to talk to women? Yeah. They don't. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. One of the biggest players don't make a lot of money. Right. Right. I usually figure out how to get the money out of the ladies. <laughs> that, there you go. <laughs> usually how it goes. That's and Kida said makeup isn't a skill. Trust me, it's definitely a skill. Like, cause there's some the, some ladies that do not look good at all, and we see the transformation with the type of makeup and everything that they put on their face. And um, yeah, we've seen some crazy transformations. Are you, are you, so, but are you talking about like actors or something or what? Well, he's talking about just ladies on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, they use the, they like they like to use those um filters and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But why women use these? Women use way more than men do. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy. I don't think a lot of a lot of guys might not even know how to use the filters. You know, I don't. I, mean, I can figure it out, but I don't, I don't use them. Right, don't look for them. All right, now we start seeing some pieces getting put together here. Because, yeah, they definitely got the heavy artillery, you know, got delivered to the plant. And the um, it was uh, it was Lightfoot who ends up getting the van that they use, or the big-ass truck or whatever, that they use to actually transport these crazy-ass weapons. And, yeah, and they did say from Korea. So, yeah, it must have been the Korean uh, War where they were all at. And so they uh, it starts raining. And Lightfoot asked Gary Busey if he could use his truck since they're not working right now. And he's like, got to go to the doctor's appointment. He's like, yeah, okay, all right, go for it. He and lied. <laughs> they go and they pick up these huge-ass crates. And you find out some big-ass guns, heavy artillery that's in there. So you see that. Um, that's one of the pieces that's happening. Uh, Clint Eastwood, um, Thunderbolt. You see him, I mean, he starts going to like, he goes to like a random bar or something. And I remember seeing like, what the fuck is this all about? Like, what's the point of this? And then he starts talking to someone like outside the bar and like someone who he's kind of befriended and he's getting intel on the guy who 
like gets what tipped the silent alarms. The, the silent alarms go to like to this building of like something or whatever. It's like offsite alarm monitors. I don't even know what the hell it is. How would you describe that? I don't know. They're, were they tripwires or something? Some sort of electrical device? I don't well, know. no, the, the, whole, uh, the whole building where it was like they had to get into to stop the alarm that was going off. Yeah, I don't know. It. I was a little confused around that. And I was confused yeah. around um also with the um Jeff with uh, Lightfoot, how he had to navigate by putting on the wig and stuff. Yeah, and see, and this was even when they were doing intel on it. They, they weren't even this isn't even the part of the heist. It was just where Clint Eastwood was talking to some dude trying to get the intel on the person who was working there. And he's pretty much a horn dog, like he just sits and looks at porn magazines all day. Oh, yeah, the little chubby dude. Yeah, and uh, pretty much just ready to, you know, just looking to smash any lady who comes in his vicinity. There are a couple other characters that were looking at ladies in magazines, too, I noticed in that film. Yeah, for sure. I mean, popular thing in the 70s. I mean, popular thing of any time, but <laughs> magazines, very popular in the 70s. Having in the movies, yeah. Yeah, so he was... Uh, you can, there's just a lot of intel going on, like while they're in the area when they got these jobs, and then it's really like I don't even remember everything that they said in like the whole scene when they were, uh, you know, like it's it's Clint Eastwood like literally breaking down. This time we're doing this. This time we're doing this. This time we're doing this. And he's breaking down the entire, you know, heist for everyone. Yeah, but they had one last thing that they had to do. Do you remember the last thing that they had to do? Um. Well, that was uh when he had to dress up as a, in the dress, right? No. So when they had to, when they were dressed up in the the ski mask, the pantyhose ski masks. Yeah. And they went. And they had to go get the code to the door. Oh yeah, so they go to the the um. The manager, I guess, or the owner. That's what I'm assuming. I was gonna ask you if you if you know like who, yeah, like who well, he, he seemed like he was the manager of the bank. Okay. I gather that's what I got from that. Yeah. So and, they kind of gagged the that couple. Yeah. And then uh, there's another couple having sex, right? The, the the daughter, and she was like, "My baby's in there," <laughs> and her yeah. baby's like just getting railed. By her boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and that's where Red just starts like acting hella pervy. He goes in there. They don't even notice him. He lifts the mask up. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. I could have stopped laughing. What the hell? He's such a creep. creepy at the same time. <laughs> it was funny and creepy. Such a creep. And um, yeah, he's a freak, man. He is a freak. And they ended up as crazy. The whole like scene between um, Clint Eastwood and uh, the bank manager, whatever the hell he was, where he's like, he's got a gun to his head, you know, for one, they got like pistols with the silencers on and everything, you know, they, they got their gaps <coughs> and um, not yet, bud. And uh, so they got their guns and everything. And he's like, all right, tell me the combination to the, to the outer door or whatever. And then he's got to give it to him. And he's like, all right, now tell me backwards. And now do it faster. And, like, so he made him tell him, like, 
five I times. Know. I mean, easily. At least. More. Yeah. You gotta go backwards. Yeah. That's <laughs> smart to do, though. So he wasn't lying. Right. And the guy, it was so funny. He was like, You're confusing me. You, you, he's like, He's shitting his pants at so the time. Shit. It would have been, <laughs> we all would have been confused in, in his situation. Like, what do you, that, that definitely wasn't, do you remember that scene at all? Like, do you remember it? Yeah, because they stormed, they stormed her babies. Uh, the guy, too. the guy who's giving the, uh, like the guy who's giving out the, the combo, he is drenched with sweat, like just dripping yeah. with sweat. And uh, like, would that be him or they just put water on his head? Like how would. Uh, we just ran with. Uh, so I remember I did something with Dean Kane. We had the fake sweat. They were sprayed on there. It's kind of sticky stuff. I don't know what it is. So it's not always just water. Okay. Because um, I think they put sugar in it or something. Okay. They make it sticky so it beads and does it, and so it doesn't evaporate so quickly. Yeah, because you don't want it to like completely fall off your face. It's like it's going slow down his face, and it's like sticky. Right. Yeah. But sticky yeah, stuff. that was uh, that was a pretty intense scene. Um, I mean, the whole goal was not to have to kill anybody, you know, in that um, position, but. Uh, yeah, this is when the game. That was when the gangster like first really started to show. Like, all right, they're, they're really, they're really gonna do this now. Yeah, there was his base. He almost chickened out. Yeah, Lightfoot. Get rid of checking out. I don't think I can do this, guys. What are you talking about? I like how uh, Eastwood's character, how Thunderbolt, reacted. It's his whole idea. You're Billy the Kid. You're <laughs> Billy the Kid. Come on, Billy. You need to shave, Billy. <laughs> remember, remember, the Red said that to him. Yeah, hey, Billy, I think you need a shave. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think this is a good spot to uh, to end Act Number Two because then the the next part we're getting into is the actual heist itself, and yeah, it's about to get wild. So, just a reminder: go follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on YouTube, and make sure you follow the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast. Go hit the automatic downloads on Apple on Spotify, leave us a five-star review on Apple. Please do. Leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. We appreciate you. You can find me, Nelson Tynes. Yeah, we're doing this, right? After yeah. Act 2 on YouTube. See some of my acting demo reel and stuff like that. And then uh, Nelson Tynes underscore. You don't have to put the underscore. I'll pop up on Instagram. Follow. I'll follow you back. Oh, Crispy just followed me. But you, you followed me before. Then I got a, not a, a, a notification that he just followed, started following me. Does he have more than one uh, account? I mean, he is pretty old. Maybe he forgot his password and uh, had to just create a whole new account. Who knows? Well, Crispy, I got to follow follow your ass back. <laughs> if I did see it again. I, mean, I did follow him originally, so I don't know what's, yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> well, we will see you guys for act number three. Peace out. Peace. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most live